Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Nine Leaders Podcast. My name is Wade Shaw, and today we are talking about uh, Enneagram Type 9s as leaders. But first, just a little bit of housekeeping, and then we will jump back in. I was just uh, talking on the um, on the live feeds. The way that this is set up is I am streaming on Facebook and Instagram. Those videos will uh, be saved for a bit, and then we post the podcast afterward um, so that you will be you can do this on video, you can do this on audio, however you like it. I also uh, take a, the script that I'm reading off of and post it on medium.com uh, and I make a little bit of a blog out of it. So you can check the links in the bio and that is how you can find all of that good, good stuff. Uh, so again, there's probably a lot of new folks um, coming on from the the Liz Orr interview. She was super delightful, loved having her on. Um, and we got a lot more traffic uh, as a result of her being on. So if you are new, welcome. Thank you for um, coming back and revisiting this after her interview. Uh, so I just want to real quick talk a little bit more about what Nine Leaders is. Um, I've been studying the Enneagram for a long time. I've been using it as a leadership tool to help teams function better. A couple of years ago, I started going around and meeting with um, different leaders of of smaller teams, small businesses, um, ministry areas, and talking to them about how the Enneagram can be of benefit to them. I also, in that time, started meeting with people one-on-one and talking to them about how the Enneagram can benefit them on a personal level. And so I have uh, started this thing called Nine Leaders, where I'm going and helping people develop um, personally, spiritually, and as leaders uh, using the tool of the Enneagram. So we offer leadership training, which is really just how do, you, how, do you, how do you lead better, knowing your personality type and knowing the personality type of the folks on your team. Uh, how do you live better? So how can your Enneagram type help you just in your life? So as a, as a life coaching type situation there. And then if you are um, of the spiritual bent in the in the uh, Christian tradition, I, I do spiritual direction as well. So we sit down and we, we use the Enneagram to kind of figure out spiritually what are, what's going on in your world. If you're interested in any of those three things, shoot me an email at wade at nineleaders.com and I'd be happy to get you guys uh, information on that. And also, uh, I send out a newsletter once a week with just a little bit more detail about what's going on, what we're, what we're doing, what we're offering. If you are interested in being a part of that, then also email me at wade at nineleaders.com. Um, I just on Sunday left my worship pastor church job to, to kind of focus on nine leaders more full-time. So, you know, g- take advantage of those services. That'd be super helpful to me, and I would uh, very much appreciate that. Uh, okay, Tuesday night. Um, Tuesdays, 6.30, if you're in the Colorado Springs area at Discovery Church, Colorado, I'm teaching an Enneagram class. We're going through the nine types. It's going to last nine or so weeks total. Uh, we are tonight, right? Yeah, today's Tuesday. So tonight, which is the 30th, April 30th, uh, we're doing type number two. Next week, we'll do three. So I'll keep plugging that until that class ends. It's open uh, open class, so whoever wants to pop in and be a part of that, you guys are more than welcome to. Um, yes, if you are listening to this on Apple Podcasts, if you could rate, review, and subscribe, that'd be super helpful. Get us a little bit more attention. As I said, I've left my actual secure job to focus on this, so any help that we can get in that would be really, uh, really very brilliant. So thank you guys uh, for doing that. And then lastly, uh, we're 
spending the next couple days on nines. We're going to go through the same stuff we went through with the eights. So nines as leaders, nines as um, staff members, nines in health, nines in stress, nines with all three different parts of the triad. So it's going to be a lot of nine focused. I would love to cap it off by uh, getting somebody who is a nine and a self-aware nine and aware of the Enneagram on the program just to talk to them a little bit about how... um, how that has taken shape in their life and how that's helped them and pushed them and moved them forward, specifically looking for a nine who is in some form of leadership. So if that is you and you'd like to to come chat with us a little bit, again, send me an email, wade at nine leaders. I'll put that in the um, <clears throat> episode description of the actual podcast. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, and we'll get you on. It'll be super fun. We'll chat about the Enneagram. Okay. That is all of the housekeeping that I have. So let's jump into talking about nines as leaders. So I talked in the overview yesterday that I think it's super unfortunate that I don't see a lot of nines in leadership. Uh, I have a couple friends who are nines who have expressed um, their desire uh, to me that they want to lead, that they would like to be able to to, to lead more in their environments. Um, but unfortunately, because nines tend to be quiet and passive. I've joked about them being the Jimmy Buffett of the Enneagram. They have that that slower, more more peaceful approach to life. It can cause them to be overlooked. Um, and this is entirely on um, the other, this isn't entirely on the other party overlooking them. This is also on the nine wanting to assert their, um, assert what they want. So I have a friend who, who spent years wanting an opportunity to lead, <clears throat> excuse me, but he never told anybody that he had that desire, that he wanted to lead. Um, so he just kind of sat in, in this this place of, of wanting, but never expressing that desire and getting more and more frustrated. But as soon as he made his desire known that he wanted to lead, the, the opportunities began to open up for them. So it's not entirely on other people overlooking nines because of how laid back they are. It's also on nines and their their desire to maintain peace and to maintain tranquility, not asserting their desire and putting that out in front of people and asking for what they want. And I say that's unfortunate because healthy nines are really excellent and pleasant leaders to work with. They have a way of making everybody feel seen and heard. A lot of the nines that I talk to have this overwhelming feeling of being overlooked and, and being ignored. So once they're in a leadership role, once they've actually made it to that place, they do their best to make sure that no one else feels overlooked and ignored. I used to work with a nine who was in charge of another department that worked really close to mine. Uh, and he grew that team really, really quickly once he started leading it. Um, and it wasn't, a, it wasn't a high profile area. It was a really thankless behind the scenes job. And yet folks are flocking to be a part of his team. And these aren't people that are flocking to be on staff on his team to be paid really, really well, but people who are flocking to be um, volunteers on this team. And it was because he had this ability to see and appreciate each person, each story and each perspective without judgment. He made each person feel like they belonged on that team, no matter what role they sat in, no matter how long they had been there, no matter what their ambitions were, no matter how energetic and outgoing they were, or how quiet and introverted they were, no matter how young or how old, everybody's picture was up on the birthday wall when their birthday came up. He was so good at making everybody feel seen and heard. And at some point, all of us feel unseen. And a nine who who is in healthy space and who is in leadership can really make people feel seen. Nines are also really great moderators. 
They see every side of an argument or a disagreement. And this is an, uh, a great strength when it comes to leading through kind of turbulent times. Uh, however, if that attitude is not balanced with action, it can become problematic. Um, oftentimes, nines will defend the actions or positions of someone else simply because they don't want the conflict of disagreeing with them. Uh, however, if the nines in good spaces is a huge strength. Um, but people following nines, myself included, uh, need to realize that seeing all sides of an argument isn't a bad thing. Just because an eight or a nine can understand the other side of an argument does not necessarily mean that they endorse that side of the argument. Just because a nine is playing devil's advocate doesn't mean that they're disagreeing with you. So perhaps you and myself could use a little bit of wisdom from the other side of the argument. So I know when I'm with a nine and they are arguing the opposite side of, 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 the, of the argument, I can start getting really frustrated with them and just want them to just agree with me. But maybe I need, and we all need, to actually look at the other side of that argument and see what the other side has to bring. And that's something that nines bring to the table. Arguments and disagreements are rarely solved by taking one side 100%. The answer is normally somewhere in the middle. So trust the nines in your life, especially if they're in leadership roles, to find that middle ground and don't let your pride get wounded that you're not being agreed with 100%. When it comes to having hard conversations that leadership often requires, nines can really struggle. Another nine that I worked with had an underperforming team, and whenever it was brought up, he would he would defend them, you know, always seeing their side of the story and, and why they were underperforming, and he would assure us that he would fix the problem. Um, but in an effort to avoid having a corrective conversation with the individuals on his team, he just did the job himself, which makes sense to a nine. Um, if you put yourself in their position, they think, you know, I want to avoid having these hard conversations about how my team is underperforming, but I also want to avoid having the hard conversations with my team member. So I'll just fix the job that they don't do well, and then everyone will be happy. My, my team or my peers will see that my team is performing, and they'll be happy, and my team members don't get offended that I brought up their bad um, performance to them, so they're happy. That's sort of the, the, the thought process of a nine in leadership sometimes, and this is unsustainable, and it's unfair. Uh, it's unsustainable because the leader, as my nine friend did, will become overwhelmed with everything they start taking on. They'll start dropping balls and they will start underperforming and their team is underperforming. They quickly become unable to handle all of the things that they're taking on in order to avoid conflict, which inevitably will result in a much larger conflict. And that's the hallmark of a nine is, is adopting these unhealthy strategies and patterns to avoid conflict and to put it off as long as they can, which eventually just results in a much worse conflict down the road. Um, and this, this pattern is also unfair to, to the teams that nines lead. If no one is ever correcting them, if no one's ever helping them to get better, they think that they're doing a good job. They may even think they're doing a great job. And if you as a leader are cleaning up behind them without letting them know, then they're never going to grow. They may think that they're good at a job that they're not actually good at. You've led them to believe that they're doing good when they're not. So then what happens when they try to take another job or or a new leader takes over that team? You've set them up to fail. So by avoiding the hard conversation, by avoiding having a corrective conversation with your team, you're not setting them up to win long term. 
you're setting them up to fail. And it's a selfish thing that nines will do to avoid the, the conflict and the feelings of tension that they don't like. They won't help to grow the people that are in their organizations. So if you're a nine and you're in leadership, lean into the hard parts. You'll serve your team so much better by facing conflict and lean into them for support. You have this amazing ability to see people and, and let's face it, you have a fear of making decisions, which makes you really, really good at empowering the people on your team to make decisions, at delegating responsibility to people on your team, which is actually going to help the people on your team grow and long-term help your team grow as well. Nines don't have the ego that gets in the way of letting other people make decisions and take the lead on things. So lean into that. That's a strength that you have. Allow people on your team to make some of the decisions and allow people on your team to take some of the responsibility that you naturally don't love grabbing. Delegating and empowering is a major part of leadership. And it's a part of leadership that a lot of other personality types struggle with. As a nine, you might not struggle with that as much. So lean into that and really try to capitalize on that as a leadership style. So that's a real quick, in brief, what nines in leadership might look like. I'm sure that I missed a ton, so so uh, comment on these uh, videos, comment on on um, on the on the blog post, uh, write into me, let me know what I missed. I'd love to hear from you guys. I'd love to hear from people who are nines or people who have nines that they work with or nines that they live with, nines that they love. Um, always trying to to learn as well. So thank you guys for listening. And tomorrow we will talk about what nines on a team look like. Talk to you then.